Hey friends, welcome to Mom Meets World, the podcast where we discuss how to strengthen home and family. Our topic today is how travel can bless entire families and how it can specifically bless individuals within families. Do you remember, dear listeners, what it was like to travel with nary a care? I know now we are all being uber careful to travel as little as possible, but this challenge will not last forever. I really believe that even though there will be bumpy seasons in the future, this this period will fly past and we will be flying again. Today we have a dear friend in our uh, studio. I'm outside actually on my front porch. Um, and she is a, a, a friend that knows a lot about travel and helped me with a little travel bump. We may get to that. We'll see later in this episode. But um, if I could describe Stacy in one word, I would maybe pick the word passionate. Stacy is passionate about literature, about home and family, about travel, about culture, and specifically about how cultural insights gained from travel can impact home and family for good. So I'm going to start with a question here for you, Stacy. How did you get the travel bug? Well, um, I think sometimes you don't realize that you have a travel bug or that you even specifically knew what that was. I think sometimes you just, that's your makeup. Yeah. And you only later on yeah. realize that you kind of had that since you were younger, but so true. I, um, I grew up in a home where, um, my father had, um, as a young college student had gone backpacking with a couple of friends and traveled all around Europe. Um, and consequently then he had served a mission in Germany for two and a half years. Um, my mother was a French teacher and Spanish was her minor. And she also took Russian. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> multilingual. Yeah, she's, uh, mm. she definitely has the blessing of being a linguist. She's so, so good with languages. Um, wow. and so I grew up in a home where we had a lot of, uh, literature and food and, um, pictures and things having to do with travel and, but it, it never felt like, okay, we're having a lesson now. It was just part of organically part of our family experience. And so I think I just was like, always felt like I, I really attached myself to all things French at the time because she was a French teacher and she, I loved the accent and it just seems so Charming and. Vous parlez un peu de français, n'est-ce pas? Je parle un peu de français, un peu. <laughs> so you heard your mom talk like that, and yeah. you're like, "Bring it on! Sure, bring and it to me. I want that. I want yeah. how people look at my mom yeah. when she speaks yeah. French. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And and also, yeah, when she could tell people I'm taking a letter to the post office in Russian, that was impressive That's too. So, so impressive. Wanted to be like my mother, of course. But I. I do remember not knowing at the time that this might be unusual, but like if I would see like one of those travel posters, you know, with the, the kid on a bike with a, you know, big long baguette cycling through the alley of plane trees that arch overhead. And my, I would get butterflies in my stomach. Like later on how I would feel about 
cute boys or something. No, I, I just, totally get this. I totally. Or get I just this was like, oh my gosh, yeah. or yeah. Christmas, oh! you know, Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That feeling. Yeah. That feeling. Yeah. I always had that when I thought about travel, but in particular France yes, and French things and French things. We yeah, share that. We share that. I yeah. In so fact, excited. I'll just say this: I was so offended that my parents did not give me a middle name. They did not give me or my. Uh, uh, sister, nine years younger, middle names, because my dad said, oh, well, your last name will be your middle name, and you can never have a better middle name than Spangler. Oh. So, which is true in how I feel now, but oh. at the time, I remember feeling very outraged uh, yeah, that I imagine. all my friends frustrated. would say, what's your middle name? And yeah. I would just have to be like, oh, I don't have a middle yeah, name, and for sure. I got the weird looks, and sure, so sure. one day I just decided that my name would be Renee, because it was French, and there was an <laughs> accent on it, That's so cute. and I told everyone, and yeah, uh, I even put them on my childhood tithing slips, and that is how I got found out, because we went to tithing settlement and I don't know if you need to put something in later on just to, it's a kind of reckoning at the end of the year with your bishop but yeah, with, yeah. with any charitable donations yeah. you gave and so yeah. he we were gathered together and my bishop said well I've got some things from Stacy Spangler and then I have some things from Stacy Renee Spangler and the records we have don't show a Renee and I just was like oh I cannot busted. believe I am being outed by a charitable donation and I, and I, that's right and my parents just looked at me and I was like, oh, oh boy, here so we go. Funny. Yes. So, so funny. I was told in no uncertain terms you may to not be have that. proud of the name yeah. I have and quit, yeah. you know, Actually, make, making up a story. That's so funny. I've, I've told you before, but I love the name Stacey Spangler. I mean, it's like I love right it out too. of a book. Like it if is. I'm writing a book about a young, like a juvenile fiction for maybe eighth grade, <laughs> Stacey Spangler is my heroine. I just absolutely oh, love it. Thank you. So, and I did grow to just love it. I was so proud of it. Yeah, In fact, then yeah. by the time I came to get married, yeah. I just could not believe I was yeah. like, getting Stacy Jensen. Yeah. It just felt so yeah. like oh, there's a million yeah. Jensen's, but there's no Stacy yes. Spangler. It's such a great name. Yeah. All right. So yeah. take me to, you, you love your mom. You love all things French. You love languages. You love travel. You've taken French now probably for, it was your, it was your minor in college. Uh -huh. right? yeah. And you took it all through high school. So did I, and it was my extra yeah. major skill in college. I get it. I love it. Now it's time to maybe go somewhere and you, if I remember correctly, you had a deal where you were going to go with your friends yeah. and then everybody at the last minute backs out and you go anyway. Yeah. Discuss. Okay. So <laughs> I had, uh, you know, studied French all the way through. I even lived at the French house at BYU for a semester. So do they really speak French the whole time? They yeah, they really, really did. Yeah. You should have done it. It affects your grade. Wow. You get busted. Wow. Your TV, it, your channel is fully in French, your discussions, your, the only way you could not mm. is to stay up really late after the head person went to bed and then sit in a and circle and turn on Mr. Rogers and, in English. <laughs> and then just speak English really quietly. Yeah. Because, you that's know. right. So it's after um, midnight, get in there. I know <laughs> I had gone home that, that semester. And because I, I had stayed so long for, uh, spring semester. I really didn't have a lot of time to work. And I just had a, and I had a cruddy job and I spent a lot of time thinking about what I would do instead of this cruddy job. And yeah. I was like, I've got to travel. Gotta this, get out I got to do this. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I was smack in the middle of my college 
you know, like at the halfway point. Right. Um, I never thought about how that must have felt to my parents to have me just announce right. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to Europe. Yeah. But I had talked about it enough, like yeah. that I wanted to go to school or right. travel. Um, and so that fall semester, um, I, I talked to one of my French teaching assistants and told him and he said, you know what? I know this is a great place you can go, this university. Um, and what a lot of people don't know is that you can go to a university in Europe and they're subsidized. And so it was very, very cheap. I mean, just the cheapest, cheap, cheap oh, thing to actually go to school there. And it's kind of up to your college if they take that. those credits. Yeah. And yeah. BYU didn't. I mean, I got a certificate of completion, but that's not why I was going. Sure. You know. Sure. Um, so he he found a place, um, and actually it's the same place Gil Gould served his mission. Interesting. So like, That's a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. Listening. Okay. Um, mm. And um, so I decided I was going to backpack for two months mm -hmm. and then... Stay. Now remember, let's go back, dear listeners. We're talking about backpacking by herself. So... Well, I didn't know yet. Oh, that's so right. You didn't know backpack that. Yeah. and then I was okay. going to go to school. And right. so I had three other right. girlfriends okay. and we had committed to this. And, but I think it was just like one of those things for them. It, yeah. for me, it was like 100% serious. Of course yeah. we're going. And I think for them, yeah. it was like awesome. Yeah. You know, like a boat party sure. or a late trip, you know, <laughs> like we're thinking they about deeply it. Invested. <laughs> we're not deeply yeah. invested. Mm -hmm. And so as we, I remember seeing that their whole demeanor change as we talked about, well, you know, we're going to have to leave after this semester. Mm -hmm. We're probably gonna have to work for seven months mm -hmm. or so. Mm -hmm. And I just started seeing my friend's eyes glaze over yeah. like working. Yeah. They're not, not really going to school. This. Yeah. Coming back and working. Yeah. What, oh. yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm just really quickly, I mean, it happened like dominoes, yeah. just bam, 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 all three. Yeah. And I was devastated. I just yeah. thought, well, yeah. that's it. You yeah. know, I can't, I yeah. can't go on my trip. And you could have pulled the plug. You yeah. Said, I felt like this. it. I felt like I can't do right. this now. But instead you were the eighties version of the book wild right? <laughs> <laughs> because you went out there. Well, I mean, really seriously, Stacey, that's kind of scary to do as a young girl by yourself backpacking. Yeah. But you, mm. you know what? Honestly, you don't think of it. Now I look back on it and I'm, I am slightly horrified. Yeah. Um, Cause you think of your own kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and these days would be okay because yeah. like we have internet and yeah. cell phones and yeah. computers and you yeah. can just stay in touch and WhatsApp. Yeah. But yeah. you know, the only way I could stay in touch is like to, you know, yeah. sort of scrabble for some change in that particular country, find a yeah. phone place to try to a make a call yeah. and just right. let my parents know. Yikes. Yeah. Here I am. I'm so alive, hard. but yeah. Oh, your parents, were they nervous? Were they scared? Um, not yes, really. my mother was. I, she's a mother, so and I would totally. be too, right? Yeah. But at the time, you know, that is the wonderful thing about yeah. youth is that yeah. we just are just completely it. unaware of yeah. things sometimes, yeah. and so yeah. I didn't know enough to really actually be nervous or anything. Right. Um, and you were careful. I remember you saying that. Yeah, I was you careful. Saw a train. You would not get in the car with the person that you. Yeah, killed. we had very. Um, so first of all, when I told my dad, I remember my dad said let's not tell your mom just yet because I he wanted to protect her and not have her, you know, say absolutely not. And, um, not that she was that kind of person. She really wasn't, but he just didn't want her to, he wanted us to have a plan totally. before I unveiled yeah. it. And yeah. so, um, I basically was like, I'm going to come home. I'm going to work for this amount of time. I'm going to buy an open jaw ticket. Um, I'm going to stay at youth hostels. I'm going to travel by year rail pass and, um, 
And then when I finish those two months, then I'll stop in France and attend the university that I was going to go to. Right. Um, and so when I was nervous about telling my mom about it, she said this awesome thing. It was the best thing ever. She just, I, I kind of explained some of my fears like, well, you know, maybe this is a bad idea. Should I be leaving in the middle of school? Is this, and I, I said, mom, I'm committed. I'm going to school. I, there's never a question that I'm not going to get my degree. I just, I feel like I have to do this right now. And, um, and I remember she said, well, you know what? Don't let your education get in the way of your education. And that just, I, I was that. like, Oh, I my mom, that. she understands me. She gets, and she gets it. And she gets um, it. Oh. And she told me, which I, I don't think I had realized. She told me that she was actually signed up to go to France, um, because that was her major, but she met my dad. And when they decided to get married, she had to cancel that so semester. This was really lovely yeah. for her to see that come to fruition. Yeah. And then I felt generation. like for her, she yeah. just felt like, well, yeah. you know, but my daughter's yeah. going and yeah. you know, I yeah. love that. Yeah, I love so, that. So, um, that's beautiful. Now, yeah. tell me how your travel experiences have impacted you now as a wife and a mother. Okay. Well, first of all, let's just talk about individually. When, when you go on a trip like that and you have to negotiate uh, train tables and sleeping in a new country or a new place every night or, and having to talk to people. And you remember if you travel with a friend then you've got your buddy, you don't have to talk to anyone else. You don't have to interact when you're solo travel, you can stay solo or you can put yourself out there to meet other people, start conversations, um, which I did because I am an extrovert type of person. So I you was totally able are. to do that. But just the whole idea at the end of this thing, there were some rough spots, super rough times where I wanted to just throw in the towel, come home, whereas in tears, awful things happening, then wonderful, glorious moments, you know, everything. But, um, at the end of it, I just came out a completely different person. So I feel like for me, it was one of my hinge points in my life. You know what I mean? Where, wow. where you become you, yeah. where you feel that. And yeah. I felt like it was a definite yeah. different me after that trip. Wow. And it gave me incredible confidence, confidence and yeah. self-esteem. And even yeah. now I'll think, Oh my gosh, I can't do this. Yeah. And I'll think Stacy. Yeah. Yes, you can think of what you did. You've done this. Yes. So you had a baby you naturally out. by accident. Yes. You can do this. So you came out thinking I could do anything now. Like yeah. I did that. I can do anything. Yeah. I'm independent. Yeah. It I'm felt strong. like, it felt like I had confidence. And then, yeah. um, and also when it comes to spiritual faith-based things, I feel very close to a loving heavenly father because, yeah. you know, um, mm. I couldn't just call my parents and be like, Hey, can you right. get me something or wire me some money or dad? Can you tell me if this is a safe person? You know, no, I knew I had to actually use a lot of like my faith, my spiritual training to, to feel that someone was looking after me, that I needed to conduct myself in a manner that was worthy of my upbringing. I um, mean, cause I did have a few times where people were like, well, why don't you drink? You know, yeah. your, your father's not here. Your pastor's not here. He, no one sees you. Um, and I just, th you know, that's when I had to know for myself, you're right. I could do all these things and no one will ever know. There was no Facebook. Nobody's going to throw photographs up there that, you know, to, 
shame you or embarrass you. There would have been no proof. Um, it was all on you. Yeah, it was all on me. And so I would say those two twin points just of me being able to really develop a foundation of faith of like knowing who I was, I was a daughter of God that, that I had a father, that he loved me, that he looked after me, that he answered Mm -hmm. prayers, that he protected me. You know, I love this. I love this. Began appropriately. Yeah. So, you know, that um, saying the scriptures where God says, you know, I'm well pleased. Here's my son in whom I'm well pleased. I think that that's so beautiful when we can say that about each other. We're well pleased with this person or that person, but also when we can say it about ourselves. And I think when you come out of the way you're describing that, when you come out of Europe, you've been independent, you've stayed true to your values. It was hard. You could have gotten away with a ton of things. You didn't. You did the right thing. Then you can say, I am well pleased with me. That's a really, that's nice. It's a really good feeling. Yeah, that's sweet. So then Thank you, you, yeah. And so you brought all of this, um, in the, some of the psychological literature, they call it maternal sensitivity. It's mm-hmm. a thing we can talk about another time, but basically it's the idea that you bring all of this education and learning and it, you become more sensitive as a maternal person. You're more invested maybe in your children. You bring all of this to the table. Yeah. You're more compassionate because of the experiences you've had. Um, and probably you instilled a love for travel and in them and maybe some other things. What are the, what are the things that you brought, do you think to the table in your motherhood experience because of what you went through? Um, for sure. And this is something I do love that travel does. Um, you know, when you travel in Europe, everybody there travels everywhere because the country's right. And for the United States, it's a big deal. Oh, it's a huge deal. Money. You got to have time. You you need to. Um, and so at the time there weren't a ton of Americans traveling when I was a backpacker. Um, and so this is what I loved. I loved that. I learned that I live in a big world that is not just America filled with Americans or the United States, I should say, um, that I learned, I met people from all over the world and they, as much as they were different in their cultural ways, they were the same. So this, big, big dose of humanity and to understand my world from a global perspective, which helps me to this day. And with the way I raise my children of like, it's not just our way or the highway. It's not where we're the ones who are always right. Um, I think sometimes even as Latter-day Saints, we sometimes get into our head, you know, we're, we're the ones, we're the chosen ones, we're the righteous ones, we're the best ones, we have the best government. And there are I love our country. Our country is wonderful. We have privileges and freedoms and rights and so many wonderful blessings. So we're not the center of the universe. We're not the center of the universe. <laughs> and I don't think God sees us as yeah, the center of the of universe. Not. He yeah. sees it as he a world all his children. with all his yeah. children. And yeah. for me to be able to be, you know, the only person traveling in a place, yeah. realizing all these other people yeah. speak a different language, think a different yeah. set of thoughts, yeah. eat different food. Right. And I'm the one that's different and right. maybe doesn't fit in. It's it, humbling. It is humbling. It was, yeah. and it's good. It's good to not know how to speak what, you know, I, I felt like I'm fairly articulate. I'm intelligent enough and you live in a country and then you try to learn a language. And by the way, after years and years of learning French, mm-hmm. I just want to tell you as I crossed the boat from Dover, England over into France there were a series of announcements that I was like, what is that? And I said to the girl next to me, 
what are they, what is that? What are they saying? And she goes, oh, these were announcements in French. And then she just said what they were. And I mean, Mary, like just everything dropped into the pit of my stomach. And I thought I didn't understand one single word they said. And I felt like I was, I'm awesome. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to speak like a native. Oh no. And then you're like, what the heck are they talking about? That was just terrible. And so it's very, very humbling. And then later on, my husband and I lived in Italy. It's so humbling to learn a language, to not be able to express yourself like an adult and really speak like a toddler and hope that through your mannerisms, your eyes begging you, please see me as an intelligent person. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hoping Uh gestures that they understand that you're beyond your, you know, four-year-old language capabilities. (laughs) But it's a reminder to me, like, don't ever look down on someone who's struggling with the language or who doesn't know how to speak English or like, because you know, they could be a doctor in their country, but we we don't know and they can't express themselves. Why do we automatically think, you know, like, Oh, you know, they're not very smart. I don't know why they're not trying, you know, such a good perspective, which is probably exactly how they felt when you and I were, you know, I was in France too. What I do is I'd stare like the cab driver would, I'd say, je parle un peu de français and Uh take that and run with it. Oh yeah, they do. Great. They're great. So then they go off on this torrent, a torrent. And I would just be like trying to pick out that Mr. Rogers Sesame street word. Like there's a word. Okay. I think we're talking like, about bread. Maybe this is the topic. Is this? Yes. yes. Is this p- weather? Yes. Sense. Rain. Okay. Yes. 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 I know this. I know. It is super helpful. And that's after seven years yeah. for both of us. Sure. French. Okay. Let me just go to this um, in closing because I'm so impressed with it. You have passed on the desire to travel to your kids. I know that. And you're nodding vigorously. Yeah. And especially I'm noticing with Isabella. So if you, with your permission, I'd like to talk about what Isabella told me the other night. Can I do that? Oh yeah. Okay. And then I'd like to hear your comments on it. Isabella is your daughter. He's a doll. And she's now planning to go to Europe. If I understand that correctly, after she graduates from high school. Right. But what's really interesting is she's planned for this financially. She's how old is she? 15. She's 16, 16. Mm -hmm. Okay. 16. She's already mapped out. She showed me on her phone. Sister Bell, I found out that it takes about $6,500 to go to Europe. So I'm now saving $6,500. Also, she's saving, you know, our mission could be anywhere, but it might be foreign. And she's saving $4,000 or something for that. Uh huh. Yeah. $4,500. $4,500 she's putting aside. And she's very religious, religious about it. Putting all this money aside at 16 to have this backpacking trip to Europe. Honestly, if she didn't have you as mom, I'm pretty darn sure. Pretty darn sure. I mean, unless somebody exactly quite like you as mom, um, you inspired your kids to get out there and see the world and be more compassionate and more broad-minded and more loving. And what a beautiful gift you are giving them and have given them. Thanks. Don't you think? And Steve too. Well, I mean, I just feel like the world has so much to offer, right? I yeah. mean, it's like, yeah. we don't have, we're not in charge of all the good food, all the culture, all the music, not all the at art, all, especially you know? not the good food. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. Um, and when, uh, when our kids were 10, Steve and I would take them on a trip with us to, to Europe. Wait, and let me get this straight just a second for my listeners. So yeah. your tradition was every time a child turned 10, yeah. they got to go on a trip. Did they get to pick where they went? No, they you did not get it. a trip because we want, we didn't want this to be a kid trip. This was one of our regular trips okay. and they were getting to come on this trip. Okay. They got to come. So we okay. never catered this trip to children. So Smart. it wasn't like, Smart. Oh, let's go to just parks and Smart. let's go do kid yeah. things or amusement parks. Yeah. It was 
absolutely adult trip. And it just was one child at a time. One child at a time. This is a beautiful tradition. It's I also a beautiful this. tradition because you're like, hey, my kid is actually really great and nice yeah. and fun to be with because <laughs> when they're together all the time, they fight. Someone's yeah. pushing someone else around yeah. and someone they're else young. is a bully and someone yeah. else is yeah. a minor. And then when you get your kids by yourself, I'm like, oh, these are lovely you're children. Charming Where young, have you been for yeah. the past few yeah. years? Yeah. yeah. So that's just nice to have a special alone time like that. It's a memory that lasts forever. It is. It is, but um, you know, we drag them around to every museum, every place that we would go naturally and trip. Then we just bring the child, and we explain that to yeah. them. This is not catering. Yeah, we are not going to find chicken nuggets. We will not be any fast food. You know, we, we grew up teaching them to eat a certain way, anyways. Right, and they right. would actually, mm-hmm. towards the end, like try to outdo. Well, I ate octopus. Well, I had rabbit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had you know yeah. sheep stomach. They yeah. just kind of got a little ridiculous wanting to try every like wild exotic thing, but I was proud of them for, that's impressive. you know, leaving the, the yeah. kids stuff and right. just jumping in. And I right. can say that all four of my children love travel. And, right. and I, right. I personally, I just feel like most people would love travel yeah. that, oh, that totally. once they went totally. and they had a good experience, they yeah. would have the travel bug too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So. I totally agree. And I have to say you will say this for the end, but you were so sweet to me a few years ago. I was thinking about going back to, well, actually going to Europe for the first yeah. time. Yeah. I had gone to Russia in high school, but I hadn't done a lot of traveling outside of that. Cause I didn't really like the idea of being on a plane for a super long time. I could do Hawaii. Cause I used to always say to people, if the plane crashes and is headed for Hawaii, well, that's <laughs> heaven anyway. So I don't care. I can see it going into, you know how beautiful it is from the plane. Yes, it's so gorgeous. Yes. But uh, Europe scared me a little bit. And mm-hmm. you really were just such an angel about walking me through that. And I'm so glad I went because all now I've gone twice. One of the things that hit me is that we really do live in an adolescent country. We, we are so young. Yeah. And the respect that I had for history that was so 3d, of course we'd read history books. We studied history and we knew history, but to see the, Oh my gosh, to see the palaces and the, mm-hmm. uh, the museums and thousands and thousands and thousands of years, centuries of history, right before your eyes. I mean, that will stay with me forever. It was so touching and beautiful. And as a little kid, um, how can I say this in the human family, America is sort of like the younger brothers and sisters to see our older brothers and sisters and what they already accomplished before we even got to America is it just gives me so much respect and honor and awe for, um, what they did. Yeah. And and for tradition, for culture, for art, for beauty, for Mm -hmm. some of those very refining and civil civilizing yeah beautiful things that are just an important part of our i i feel like our makeup and and help us to be better people too too. yeah i don't know better citizens in our own country true more polite more kind more open more understanding i i just feel like there's there is no downside to travel and so i always feel passionate no matter what i'm doing to stop and help someone get on a trip inspire them to get on a trip, push them to get on a trip, bully them to get on a trip, whatever I got to (laughs) do. It worked because then, you know, it's like once you go and all those kind of fears are put aside and you're like, Oh, I can do this. Yeah. It's almost just like, I'm, I'm a proud mom ripping off those training wheels and going, yes, go out there, get your passport. Just, you know, my young woman always knew like, uh, my other, Ward, I would always say, you should have a passport. You should just have a passport ready to go at any time. So wow. that if a trip comes up, it, it should never be an excuse why you don't go wow. on a trip. That's I've got so my beautiful. passport. That's you so beautiful. Go. So and beautiful. I, and I just, can I say this too, that 
just to kind of bring this around, um, about not quite 10 years ago, but I was able to take my mom to Paris. Oh, wow. Which for, she had been out of the country. She had served in Germany. She'd been to Austria when my husband and I lived in Italy. She came and visited to Italy. We went to Austria and she'd been to England, but I just felt like it was wrong to have Barbara Spangler of the world, who was a French teacher who had inspired me to do and be all these things and had never been to wow where it began. Wow. And so wow. I, and, and one of my girlfriends generously gave her airline miles and then I paid for the, the place to stand so that she could come. And, um, th- that I still remember it was like that perfect Paris pink moment, you know, as the sun's going down and it's almost like gold overlaid pink and on those kind of silvery beige buildings. It was like that perfect moment and like music in the back. Yeah. Almost, oh almost yeah. There. And yeah. then just, you know, we, we were crossing over the bridge over the Louvre, going over to the Louvre and, um, and I remember my, my mom just had tears and she Aww. said, this is just perfect. This is better Aww. than I could have ever imagined. And it was just like one of those moments where you're like, Oh, Aww. see, this is like, this is what Aww. it's about. And just all this love Aww. between my mom and yes. I and sharing yes. this like so super special moment, like you know, Stacey travels full of super that. special moments. Totally. And yeah. especially, I mean, you brought it full circle beautifully to the concept that travel can bond families. And that is what we're all about here on Moms Meet World. Yes. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being such a wonderful person. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. We'll have you again. We'll talk about literature. All right. Okay. Thanks. We'll see you next time on Moms Meet World.